שלום עליכם, שבוע טוב to all of you listeners of this uh, beautiful station, the station that broadcasts only דברי מוסר, דברי תורה, דברי הלכה, and of course religious music. This is Rabbi Elbaz from SLC. I'm going to be talking about the, the parashat we read yesterday and about Yisiyat Mitzrayim in general. Now, Yisiyat Mitzrayim, the exodus, the redemption of the Bnei Israel from Egypt, is such a great event that it is mentioned in the Torah many, many, many times. Uh, in the parashah of Tzitzit, for example, after the, the end of the parashah of Tzitzit, it says, Ani Hashem Elokechem Asher Ositi Etchem Me'eris Misraim mentions Yisiyat Misraim. In the parashah of Sukkah, it also says, Zecher Yisiyat Misraim. In Shabbat, Zecher Yisiyat Misraim. And believe it or not, in Rebit, in other words, we, we are not supposed to loan to our a fellow man, not give him a loan with interest. No, you're not allowed to. And then he says over there also, he mentions this Yat Mitzrayim. But the measures, you're supposed to have correct measures. It also mentions, and there is at least more, over 30 times that the Torah mentions this Yat Mitzrayim. Question is, how come the Torah mentions so many times this Yat Mitzrayim? That's question number one. I'm going to ask another three questions, and I'm going to uh, give you an answer for all of them. The next question is from Parashat Itro. Parashat Itro, it says that he, Itro is the father-in-law of Moshe Rabbeinu. Vaishma Itro, he heard what happened with Yat Misayim and everything else, you know, all the Nisim, the miracles that Hashem did to Rebbe Yisrael. So it all came, and he came actually to convert. So do the Milah and everything else. When it all came, Moshe Rabbeinu gave him such a great reception. Him, he went out to greet him. Aharon HaKohen, the Zekenim, everybody wanted to greet him. In tremendous kavod. Then, after he came, he sees that Moshe Rabbeinu was uh, judging the people. He was judging from morning until evening. He told did not like the idea. He says, uh, he says to his son-in-law, Moshe, you're going to get tired. You're going to get weary from this. Can't do that. Why don't you somehow set up a system of lower courts, you know, a court with judges that will judge 10 people, then uh, 100 people, 1,000 people, and they, they, on the, uh, the easy questions, the easy cases, they'll go to the law uh, judges, and the hard ones, they come to you. This is a, uh, uh, an advice that he gave to Moshe Rabinu, and Moshe Rabinu accepted the advice. So it's a hashuv, it's all. Very hashuv. Yet, what happened at the end? And there he says, "Vayshalach Moshe et Hotenu." He sent him out. It doesn't say Vayishlach. 
Loishalach, it's as like it eased him out. Why did it ease him out? Immediately after that, it's what Bahodesh Shirishi talks about what Kabbalah Torah. So before Kabbalah Torah, he sent he sent his he sent his father-in-law sent him out. That's the question number two. Why did he do that? Question number three has to do with the Eved Evri. In Parashat Mishpatim, it says over there, Kitikne Eved Evri. When you buy a Jewish slave. A Jewish slave happens when a person is so poor that he cannot possibly feed himself or his family. So he sells himself as a slave. Or if he steals and he cannot pay back what he stole, so he sells himself and uh, with that money he pays whatever he stole. So the Torah says, he works for six years only. Seventh year, send him free. Now what happens if he doesn't want to leave? He wants to stay. I like, I like my, uh, my master. I want to stay. The Torah says, you know what? If that happens, then he should take him Take him next to the door or the top post. And he pierces, the master will pierce his ear, then he can stay. He can, he can work all the way up until the next year of it. Question is, and why, why do we do it? Why? Why do we do this? Because we say, this Eved who heard in Hasinai that Hashem is saying, you are my Avadim, you are my servants. You are not the servant of another servant. And now he himself, now he, he went ahead and he became the servant of his master who, who is the servant of Hashem. Avadai, you are my servants. But not servants of other servants. So that either heard that and he didn't care should be pierced. Okay, but in that case, why only in this particular case? I mean, everybody heard all the other mitzvot. All the other mitzvot, tefillin or shesid, shabbat, sukkah, lulav, etrog, ma'adim. Why don't we say over there that the person that heard those things and doesn't care about that, he pierces his ear. We don't say that, only here. Only in this case, he pierces his ear. That's question number three. Question number four has to do with King Hiskia. Hiskia was a king, was a good king. And he made sure that everyone in his kingdom was learning Torah. He actually had a sword in the Beta Midrash, and he was saying, he declared, whoever does not learn Torah, we're going to hit him with the sword. He, was, he spread Torah so much that even the young children knew the halachot of Tum'an Tahara. 
He was such a great tzaddik, such a great Hasid, that he almost was made a Mashiach. Imagine, almost a Mashiach. Yet, he got sick, and Ishayahu Navi came to visit him, and he told him his nevoah, his prophecy. He told him, he told Cheskiah Melech, Go ahead, start writing the will because he's going to die. Uh, why? Why am I going to die? What, what did I do that was so bad? He tells him, because you were Mevatel Piriyah Veribia. We did not get married and have children. So he says, well, you know, I saw the Ruach HaKodesh. I saw the Ruach HaKodesh that my children are going to be Rishayim. Because of that, they didn't get married. And it's true. They didn't want, you know, his children, like Menashe, big Rasha. So Rishayim says, look, this is not your job. Your job is not to see Baruch HaKodesh. Your job is to do what Hashem tells you to do. You didn't do it. Now that you didn't do it, that's it. He's met by Olam Even Olam So much. So, the King Chizkiah said to Ishayahu, Kalein Vodcha, finish your, your prophecy and go. He turns, he turns to the wall, starts praying to Hashem, and he says to Hashem, like, remember all the good things, how I really, I really uh, went straight, I did everything right, and also uh, he said that he did the good things he did. No. So the Gemara says, what, what, what's he talking about? It doesn't specify in the Tanakh what actually he did. And I did only the good things that you asked to do. What did he do? The Gemara says, Samach Geula Litfila. Now you listen, Rabotai. In other words, when we pray, we pray Arbit, let's say, we pray Arbit. We say, God Israel, and we say, Hashem Sevatai Tiftah, Samach Geula Litfila. He made him one next to the other. And for that, that's, this is the, the good thing that he did. And Hashem said to him, okay, fine, I am accepting your prayer, and from now on, he's going to give you another 15 years to live. He's going to get married and have children. Question is, wait a minute, we understand. How do we understand this? A man who was such a great Sadiq, a great Hasid. I mean, we can't even fathom the Gadlut, the greatness of King Hezekiah. He was almost made a Mashiach. And all he did is not get married. Not, he was... He was mevatel, one mitzvah, one mitzvah asay, and he deserves death in this world and in the next world. How do we understand that? And secondly, what do you do? He said, oh, samachti geula litfila. I did, I, I, I was, uh, look, a great thing that I did. I actually 
הבגאולה, ועל ישראל, נפתלה תעשה את התפילה. What's the idea behind this? Before we go to the answers, let me add the following. The Gemara says, Ezehu ben olam abba, who is a person that is considered ben olam abba? Ben olam abba means that he goes straight to olam abba, straight to Gan Eden. And it answers, Kol hasomech geula litfila shil arbit. A person that says the geula, ga'al Yisrael, And then the tefillah right after that, oh, that's the man who's been on Abba. Uh, how do we understand that? I mean, and every one of us has been on Abba. We all uh, prayed uh, Arbit last night. And uh, we all do that every night. And we all have so much Geulai tefillah. Oh, there's Ashkivay in between. That doesn't matter. That is, that's part of the whole thing, part of the prayer. So what's, what's going on? Are we all B'nai Olam Abba? It can't be. How do we understand all these questions? To answer all this, let me quote what the Shlach HaKadosh says. The Shlach HaKadosh in Parashat Lech Lecha says the following. What is the whole purpose of being slaves in Mitzrayim, in Egypt. What's the purpose? That Hashem made it that the Bnei Israel should be slaves in Egypt. And he answers like this. Like Ham HaKadosh Baruch Hu, HaKadosh Baruch Hu took him me'avdut Mitzrayim lehiyotlo itbarach la'avadim. He took the Bnei Israel from the servitude of Mitzrayim in order to be serving a slave of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And what does that mean? Ratzah HaKadosh Baruch Hu, HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted lehatbi'a belibam to impress upon the heart inyan ha'avdut the whole matter of servitude lehargilam ba'avdut that it should be uh, 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 easy already. They're already used to the, the idea of Abdut. Why? Then it would be easy for them to be the Abed of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The Abdut of Mitzrayim is in order to get them used to the idea of the Abdut. To understand what is heaven. Heaven is a person who does not ask questions. If his master tells him, I have here a hundred commands to give you, a hundred instructions, and the heaven says, I'm going to do only 99. No good. He's not a true heaven. A true heaven is the one that does everything that the master says. So therefore, Hashem wanted that the Bnei Israel get used to the idea of getting these instructions and never ask any questions, but just do them. But no question, that's a true habit. In fact, the Ibn Ezra says the same thing. He says, 
להיות לי לעבד שתעבדני. אתה חייב, you are obligated to be my servant because I took you out from בית עבדים, from the house of bondage of Mitzrayim, which means really we're switching love. Before you were עבדים to Egyptians, now you are עבדים to myself. And the idea behind it is just like you were עבד in Mitzrayim where you couldn't ask any questions there. Whatever they told you, you had to do like a robot, automatically. Same thing here. If Hashem is telling you to do something, then you have to do it. You have to be a true avid. Now we can understand all the other four questions that, that he asked before. Why is Yitziat Misraim used uh, so many times is mentioned in the Torah? Why so many times? Well, because... There are certain mitzvot, for example, that can be very hard, and people do not understand them. Let's take the case of repeat. If I, uh, if I give a loan to uh, my friend, I give him a loan of $100,000, I, I cannot charge him repeat. I cannot charge him any interest. He's using my money. I say, come change anything. I cannot charge anything. Suppose... Suppose I, my friend comes to me and says, I would like to use your car for the next two weeks, and I'm going to pay you $200 a week, let's say. I'm allowed to do so? Yeah, I'm allowed to do that. Why am I allowed to? How come in a car I'm allowed to? When it comes to money, I cannot do that. With the car, he's using my car. The car may be worth only $30,000. He has... I'm lending him $100,000. I still cannot do it. Why? Oh, you can't ask questions. You are Abed Mitzrayim. I took you out of Egypt in order to be my Abed. You can't ask. That's why Akadosh Baruch Hu in the Torah, many, many times he mentions the word, hey, it's the Ad Mitzrayim. Don't think this is tough or this is hard. We don't understand Sha'atnez, we don't understand Paraduma. There are many, many things that we don't understand, but you don't ask questions. If you are a Ebed Nehman, you don't ask. Now, in Itro, we said the question was by Itro, how come such a uh, Adam Hashuv, uh, still when it came to Kabbalat Torah, Moshe Rabbeinu sent him out? Because he was never Ebed. The Bnei Israel were Avadim in Egypt. They were Avadim, they can switch that Avdut from there to be Ebed Hashem, to be Mechabel, the Torah, and the Mitzvot. Yitro had nothing to do with that. He was in his own place. He was never Ebed. Therefore, he doesn't, he, he, he doesn't have that Zechut uh, uh, to be able to be Mechabel, the Torah. He will not be able to understand truly What is Avetu Hashem? That was it true. Now, the Avet Evri. The Avet Evri, what does that mean? He's the Avet. Again, it's the same, the same thing. You see, At Mitzrayim is when a person, a, a, a Jew that was there, 
was used to the idea of being Evan. Which means a true Evan to Hashem. Now he wants to say, no, I have to eat Adonai to Shevet Vayin. No. I don't want to be Evan to somebody else. But the whole idea of Yisrael Mitzrayim was to be Evan to Hashem. How could you say, no, I have to eat Adonai. I want to be Evan to somebody else. In that case, then we take his ear and we pierce it. That's the, that's the idea behind that. Now let's look at King Hiskiyahu. King Hiskiyahu, what did he say? He, he was mevatel one mitzvah. One mitzvah. We should know that HaKadosh Baruch Hu medakdek im hasidav kechut Being that he was such a big man, Adam Hashuv, Sadiq, then Hashem medakdek. So, when Yeshayahu Anavi says to him, you were not, you were not, uh, you didn't fulfill the mitzvah of Kriya In a case like him, it means the following. Hashem is giving us 613 mitzvot. If he's giving us these mitzvot, and I don't do one of them because I really don't want to do it, I'm not doing it, consciously not doing it, he did not get married. Huh? He, didn't, he, he didn't want to get married because he thought, you know, he, you know, he saw the that uh, his children are going to be uh, Rishayim. So he consciously refused to do that mitzvah. He said, well, then he's not a true Abbot. Then he's not a true Abbot. You're not a true Abbot. It's a big problem. So what did he do in order to rectify that? He went and he prayed. And he said to Hashem, Samachti Geula Litfila. What does this mean? When you look at Emet Ve'emunah that we say, or Emet Ve'atsivinachon also actually, over there it mentions the other whole idea of Yitziat Mitzrayim. It says over there, Kovechoyem Arta, Fuchasegalta, and it, it, talk, it talks all about what does that mean? It means that if you really think of Yitziat Mitzrayim in the right way, where we were Abadim, and now I want to be a true Abed to Hashem, and then from there I say the Tefillah, oh, then I am Ben Aram Abba. If I understand perfectly that I am a true heaven, that I am going to do all the mitzvot of Hashem, without asking any questions, go ahead and do everything that he says. And so mech that to the geulah, to the tefillah. Oh, then it's been our Abba. But not just uh, you rattle off, you know, the whole uh, prayer, and then go, that, that, that's not it. So we, we all uh, pray. But how many of us have the real kavanah to understand that this Geulah of Mitzrayim was something special, something that is teaching us that we're supposed to be true believers of Hashem, that we should do every single mitzvah that He said without asking any questions, without having any svekot. When a person reaches that Madrika and then he's Somech Geulah Latefilah, then that person has been a Hamabah. So this is why he said to Hashem, 
I was Shomer Geula Litfila. Meaning that, well, I, did, I made a mistake. By what? By not being a true ever being that I missed one thing. Fine. Now I'm rectifying that by having Shmichut Geula Litfila, by recognizing that I am now a true Eved. King Hizkiah understood what it is, uh, what the Geula was. He understood it properly. And now he was Shomer Geula Litfila properly, and, and now he is uh, correcting what he did wrong. What he did was he, he missed one mitzvah, meaning he was not a true Eved. Now you say, oh, I am. Ah, then Hashem told him, okay, from now on, he's going to give him another 15 years, 15 years to live. And he got married. In fact, he got married to the daughter of Ishayo and Navi. The daughter of a Navi. And he was also almost like a Mashiach. He didn't help. Why? This is the Mazal. A person should not look at what's going to happen in the future. A person should follow Hashem Bitmimut. Straight, straightforward. Don't do anything that is going to be uh, considered, oh, I have a suffix here, I have a suffix there. No, be a true servant. Like David Amelech. David Amelech said, Ani Avdecha ben Amatecha. What does that mean, Ani Avdecha ben Amatecha? There's two kinds of Avadim. There's a kind of, there's an Evid that he was never avid, but then uh, uh, either because he sold himself or whatever, or they, they, they captured him, they kidnapped him, and they sold him, became avid. That's one kind of avid. That type of avid, at the first opportunity that he sees that he can run away, he'll run away. He'll get out. But there is another kind of avid, the kind of avid who was born as a Eved. His mother was also a Shivha. He was born. He doesn't know any better. He, he follows his master. Truly, 100%. That's the kind of Eved that we can call a true Eved. And it's not so simple because we say all the time, who is the Evid Neeman? Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu. Who is the Evid Neeman? It's not so simple. The lesson we learn from here, Rabbi is that we, uh, uh, our ancestors, were Zohe to be redeemed from, from, from Egypt. With Nisim Gedolim, with all Muftim, and so on and so forth. But the whole idea behind that is that we should always follow the Mitzvot of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We have any Mitzvah that you can do, go ahead. Do it. If it's a Mitzvah that's not possible, for example, Mitzvah Pidyon Ben, if, you, if your first child is, is a girl, you cannot possibly do Pidyon Ben. fine. Well, that, that's different. But a Mitzvah that you can do, Go ahead and do it. I cannot be mevatel even one mitzvah. Here are some that the Kaddish should really help us, that we should always follow 
יש מצוות ומעשים טובים, אמן כי נעצור. Just want to remind you again by this great station that uh, anything, anytime you can afford to contribute to the station, we must have this station going. It does a lot of good and a lot of benefit both for the adults and the children. There are all kinds of shows and talks and uh, and shiurim. Uh, we have to keep this uh, station going. At the same time, let me remind you about the, uh, we have a, a new renovated uh, social hall, something really stunning, magnificent. And if you do have a simha, uh, whether it's a wedding, bar mitzvah, uh, or, or a brit milah, engagement party, please contact us. You'll love it. Thank you. Shavuatov.